Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Woo! Merry Christmas from the Nature Mark! Wrestle me, must Mark. I don't want to wrestle me, must today. Oh, this is. Uh, we've gone from Hell in a Cell, <laughs> Mankind versus Undertaker, to this. Let's just get into it, Mark. What's today's episode? It's Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior Two at WCW <laughs> Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety eight. Halloween Havoc. Yeah, I like that as an event. I like the inflatable um, pumpkins. Ah, oh, amazing, aren't and they? And the screens. They must still be around. What do you mean? The inf- well, because, because somewhere because in a lockup somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like 30 foot wide. No one's going to go, I'll oh, just scrap it. Yeah. They're going to go, that, that's probably valuable. You could buy one of the, you know the TDK signs in uh, Piccadilly? Yeah. Remember you used to have a big Sanyo and a big TDK? Uh-huh. They sold those. Did they? Um, so somebody has stupidly bought one, bought a big T or a D or a K, and it's in their front room and it's just, and the wife's gone, just get rid of it. Do you know what I you saw that I was not allowed to buy by my stupid wife? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I was. I did a big thing on uh, a, a recent show that we did about mm. how she doesn't listen to wrestle me. Right, and it was. I came off into the kitchen. And it's the first time she's put it on, <laughs> and it was. She just believes this entire series now is full of me saying like, she doesn't listen to this, so everyone listen to it's this. Like a diary. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I was going. I almost bought the the sign from the Astoria in London. Oh right, okay, yeah, that's yeah. pretty big. Big potatoes. Yeah, she was not pleased with how big it was or, <laughs> or how expensive it was. The size is actually a problem. Yeah. You know when you see it on a building, like a sign, and you so go, I'd, uh, yeah. I'd like that. Well, make sure you've got a house that's like got at least 18 feet <laughs> free. Oh, I really wanted it. You've got a lock-up, haven't you, with all your wrestling gear? Because yeah. when we did a live show, you had to go and get yeah, yeah, I have. I, do you know I went there the other day and it's really full. Oh. It's too full. Oh, that's so much stuff. And Aladdin's cave, though. Oh, it is. I oh, I got a Christmas present oh. that I've added to that, Peter. Oh, right, okay. And it was from you. Oh, yes. Oh. It was an heirloom. Uh, I think I don't think we're um, you know g- g- breaking kayfabe of the WrestleMania's too much that Mark is expecting um, a baby, and mm. I thought this would be a nice heirloom slash Christmas present for Mark. Yes, it's going to be. I'm not going to let them get near it because I'm not going <laughs> to. Get sick on it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's probably going to do more damage to them. Yeah, the uh, drugs yeah. that have been in that. It's an original Ribera Tokyo Steakhouse satin jacket, as yeah. given to wrestlers in the eighties. That was uh, once owned and worn 
for a number of events by Precious Paul Ellering, the manager mm. of the Road Warriors. It's the best present I've ever received. Well, you posted on the WrestleMania... Uh, WrestleMania? Sorry. I, I've never heard of that. What, WrestleMania? That's not, <laughs> not a licensed product. I mean, the WrestleMe, uh, WrestleMe pod, uh, at WrestleMe pod uh, Twitter page, mm. um, that you were upset that Brexit had uh, dictated that you couldn't buy <laughs> yeah. the Precious Paul Ellering <laughs> in fact, Ribera Steakhouse It's just jacket. as well you got it about two weeks before Christmas, because as we talk, the pound has now gone down another 20%. Worse than Mark's Bitcoin. <laughs> Worse than Mark's experiments with Bitcoin. My Ribera Steakhouse jacket means I'm now Britain's second richest man <laughs> after Richard Branson who's got two <laughs> but yeah, but yeah what a present Pete. weirdly it fits both me and you it I does. don't know what's going on there it does it's futuristic <laughs> technology I also think that Paul Ellering must be bigger than me yeah, um, he doesn't look bigger than... No. I he looks like about my size, he looks tiny. When we went to the wrestling, I had a photo taken with the uh, excellent British uh, wrestler, Millie, Millie McKenzie. Yes. And uh, she is one of my favourite of the, the British female wrestlers. I think she's absolutely tremendous. Mm. Uh, and I was amazed that I look like a wrestler next to her, because she's, mm. quite, she's quite small and petite. Yes. And I looked at myself and I thought... <sighs> is there a chance I'll get booked on Wrestle Kingdom in January? <laughs> <laughs> the thing um, send out that eight by ten. Who, me and the, Millie McKenzie. The, the quality in wrestling between the first match and the last match. The last match. Who was doing? Who was doing that one? Who was? Uh, one? Let was, me think. I was. I'd had quite a lot of lager by that yeah, point. Yeah, we drank a lot, but they were very, very. Good, oh yes, Flip Gordon. Like, Flip Gordon's brilliant. And uh, was it Jimmy Havoc? I Might can't been, remember. Yeah. Either. Yeah, it was because he'd got um, hair like. Um, me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got hair like me. Um, but there was a couple of wrestlers that are like they weren't tall chaps, but they, you know, they seemed pretty good. And, yeah. Uh, but and then there was, and it was just really weird watching um, uh, Brandy Rhodes wrestling. Uh, as you as you told me, was a, a, a lass who runs her dad's coach company. Yes, Piper <laughs> Niven, also known as Viper. Fascinating. Very good BBC, I think it was a BBC Three documentary, so it's only right. available online, mm. about her being a, uh, she, she comes from Scotland, she works for her dad's coach company, she's in charge of, you know, hiring and things, but she also spends wrestles. three months in Japan where she wrestles for stardom and she's, she's a very big name. Isn't that it, incredible? It is. It's a funny thing that, I mean, for a lot of history, wrestlers have had second jobs. Mm. Um, Count Bartelli, the first sort of real masked superstar mm. in Britain, ran a very successful car showroom. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's a funny thing that uh, wrestling has always sort of had, I suppose, to some degree, an amateur status until mm. more recently because there's never been guaranteed contracts. Yeah. So um, you'd have to drive around, uh, you know, in the evening. So you might as well work during the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fantastic. I, I, I love going to see live wrestling. I, again, it's one of those things that I think now is a really important time to go and support local British wrestling. Mm. So there is, for the first time, and I'd have loved this when I was growing up, but for the first time, I think you can pretty much go and see a wrestling show within an hour of wherever you live in the UK. Yeah. And I think it's not a case of going, you can go twice a year. You can pretty much go every six weeks. Mm. Um, I'm actually going to go and see uh, some wrestling on Thursday mm. um, in London, in Tufnell Park, and that's like a 10-minute walk from my house. And Lovely. it's just so much fun to be able to do that. The only way, of course, an independent scene can thrive and survive is for people to buy tickets and go and see it. Mm. And yeah, if you haven't done it recently, go and do it. You'll be amazed by how much fun it is. And certain corporations are making it more difficult for British promotions to continue. Yeah, this is a very controversial subject at mm. the moment within British wrestling because the WWE have, have given people contracts, mm. uh, certain stars who are tied to the NXT UK brand. Yeah. Um, there has been recently a development with those contracts where some exclusionary clauses 
coaches have gone in, where they've been told they can only wrestle for certain organisations who have an affiliation with WWE, mm. like WXW and Attack Pro Wrestling and Progress. And they've also been told that if they've got other bookings on these non-WWE uh, affiliated places, or they have a contract that allows them to do that, they can't wrestle against people from what they call blacklisted organisations, mm. which include New Japan Pro Wrestling, I think Ring of Honor, and I think TNA. So they are taking away some of the option that British promoters have. Yeah. I feel very strongly for Rev Pro, Revolution Pro Wrestling. They were the first wrestling I'd seen in the modern era that really got me back into it. Going to see it live really rekindled my love for wrestling. And they are affiliated with New Japan. That was the first place that I saw Pete Dunne, mm. um, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and all of those people now would be unable to work for Rev Pro. I'm glad for them because they've got guaranteed contracts. They probably have to do less work and they've got job stability, which they deserve because they work really hard. I feel for Rev Pro, who have always put on great shows, who have clearly been a good employer and who have now found themselves forced out of a scene yeah. that they helped create. So that's my take on it. Please don't at me. It's Christmas. <laughs> my wife's having a baby. The last thing I need to do is to get into arguments with people about whether or not I disrespected Tyler Bate, who actually, I, I, yeah, no, I did see him in Rev Pro. Yeah, I was, I was, I was actually thinking to myself, people are going to say Tyler Bate actually has never wrestled in Rev Pro. So clearly you're taking the Rev Pro dollar or whatever it be. I'm not. I think it's, it's good for people and it's, it's, you know, problematic for, for others. Yeah. Um, but hey, that's the way big business works. Exactly. You know? Squeeze the little companies until you're a big a supermarket. And- exactly. Look, look, if we had a little podcast company who, who were doing really well, yeah. we would do everything we can to crush them. <laughs> 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 to throttle the fucking life out I mean, of them. To be honest, I mean, we watched the podcast getting recorded after that show. We were going on Friday we night. Did. I mean, it's fine. We're punching up there because it was yeah. something to wrestle with uh, oh, Bruce God, Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. He's the I love you guy. Isn't he? Yeah, I love you. I, I love you. Well, well, say that and get off my stage. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was so awful. Don't, don't I get I'd in never contact heard with this. me about right. Brit Ress and the the big sort of like kerfuffle going on. Mm. Do get in contact with Pete yeah. about his disrespect for yeah. a major podcast that undoubtedly many of you listen to and love. Mm. Yeah, although sure although you, you can't listen to this one and that one, so do do make sure yeah, you exactly. choose the right one. Your non-competitive clause contract with WrestleMemus. <laughs> <laughs> which is a subsidiary of WrestleMe pod. By virtue uh, of listening, you have signed up, etc., etc. Et <laughs> uh, shall we talk about some wrestling that we were here to talk about? Yes, oh, let's I, do. I don't uh, well, want we, to. we we made our very we, we tried our very best not to. I think it's fair to say, Mark. Nine yeah. minutes in, we're going. Shall we? <laughs> shall we move on to the actual wrestling we were talking a about? A bit like Hogan and Warrior Two. We've had a ten minute period at the start where we haven't really connected, no. where we haven't really got on with what we're supposed to be Does doing. Does automatically make the podcast a little bit longer? Uh, we posted our first. Um, WrestleMemus today and one of the comments was oh cheers mates even though it is a bit shorter than the usual episode I'm going to rip your fucking head off <laughs> whoever you are right I live in Old Cotton Street in London I'll be I, you'll find me at some but I'll rip your fucking head off I'm delighted valued with this. listener I, this is my favourite promo of the year <laughs> <laughs> look, look how far you've come in 12 months. When it started, you were like, oh, a new dawn is coming. <laughs> I, I rip Twitter fans, oh, I, a new one. I don't like how dark WrestleMania 1 is. <laughs> now, now look at you, laying the smacketh down. There's a place that um, only sells um, uh, <laughs> it's only sells posh booze. 
uh-huh. over the road from my house and I put you through that window. <laughs> Give me the new barber shop. <laughs> I'm going to put you through, I'm gonna, and your head is going to go through one of those skull vodka bottles. It's going to be beautiful. And that cut out of Ron Jeremy advertising his <laughs> rum. <laughs> and Tom of Switzerland gin. Whatever the fuck it is. Oh, honestly, right. this is much more fun than talking about this match. <laughs> this match was a rematch, of course, from one of the biggest yes. main events of the modern era, which was <laughs> WrestleMania 6. Yes. Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior, which the Ultimate Warrior won. Mm. Eight years on, Hogan is in WCW. He's become probably more powerful than ever before. Okay. And they brought in the Ultimate Warrior. Um, essentially... It's not the Ultimate Warrior, Mark. That's not that's his name. true. That's not his name. That's true. It's Warrior. It's Warrior. And they've, they've brought him in so that Hogan, <laughs> whose ego is out of control at this stage, <laughs> can get his win back. And it's not about what's best for business. This is about Hulk Hogan settling scores that nobody could care about except for Hulk Hogan. <laughs> At this point, Hogan has, uh, he's, he's, for the longest time, he's had decisions to make when it comes to his hair. He's made that decision and he's gone for a father cad file, long, <laughs> stroy blonde nonsense. <laughs> He's gone for he's gone for complete bald eagle, but like long at the back. It's a mess. Yeah, but it's kind of in my head what I remember Hulk Hogan to look like. Weirdly enough, it's more so when when you see the early WWF stuff where mm. he is steroided to the fucking back of his eyes. <laughs> he doesn't look like the Hulk Hogan that you think of. Yes, he's slightly rangier, like mm. a sort of big turkey twizzler <laughs> with a bandana on and a sort of like if you like penciled a beard on a you know sausage he looks a bit like that do, do you know by the way why warrior is called warrior um well i presume that WWE own a lot of his shit they do but what they don't own is the word warrior right because he legally changed his name in 1993 to warrior <laughs> and He did this because he was, I think, two things. He was aware that if he ever left WWE, Mm. they would be able to say, you can't be the ultimate warrior, Mm. and a lot of his value is lost. And the other thing was, I think he really did believe in this warrior ethos. And it was not like you follow a sort of martial arts creed and you begin going way of warrior. Mm. I think he just sort of, all his promos, he was like, I really, you know, I'm brilliant at this, and I've created my own system of thought and I will follow it by calling myself Warrior. So he's gone quite mad. Uh, he was always quite mad, but and yeah. he can't wrestle. But he's I mean, gone full mad. I mean, in later life, he Still invented alt right blogging. Essentially, yes, didn't he? Did, he yeah. was he was basically Milo Yiannopoulos, <laughs> but on loads and loads of performance enhancing drugs. I'm glad Milo's um, fucked himself even further than he did, because <laughs> he because uh, I he said something, and I never bite. But mm. I went, you are a mess. <laughs> and he and he replied, fair play to him, he replied and called and said I looked like, and he said a name, and I didn't know the name, so I Googled it, and it was the guy, the first patient zero in the AIDS crisis. And I was like, you know what, I kind of look like that bloke. So, well done you, Milo. Well, good on you. Good on, good on Milo good, for noticing good on... that I look like. <laughs> yeah, teabag from prison break. Teabag from prison break. Yeah, well, yeah. He's, he's creative. I mean, I'd, I'd really like. Ideally, you know, he'd write a book that we could read. But unfortunately, no, that's all been pulped. Um, he, he, you know, he seems he seems like a terrible young man. Oh, he's the worst. Um, One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Merry Christmas, Carlos. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you all next week right here on the New Year's Eve special Wait a minute. of Prime Time. That was my Rolex? But, warrior, but, but wait, w- warrior who essentially invented Milo Yiannopoulos <laughs> uh, and Toby Young, another person I don't like. <laughs> I'm going to ascribe all of them to being children of the warrior. They first become interested in alt-right stuff because they've seen that video of the ultimate warrior yeah. saying queering doesn't make the world work. Yes. Um, Get a towel was another one. Yes. It's just confusing. What warrior. an arsehole. Warrior. Um, uh, he Why was he in a, wasn't that in a university as well? Yeah. Why was he in a university? Who invites the, the ultimate warrior? A, a notable fascist yeah. and madman into, onto the campus. I don't think we knew he was a fascist until he did that talk. Right. I think they were like, oh, it'd be fun and he'll be like, and this one time, Rick Rude's trousers fell down. Ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah. And actually he was sitting there going... Um, you know, why do women think they're on the same level as men, mm. you know? Uh, he His legacy is a confused one. The WWE now give out the Warrior Award every year uh, to a usually a courageous child, you know, who's battling terminal illness, mm. and they are inspirational kids. And it's a weird thing where they they never address the fact that the that it's named after someone who is absolutely dreadful. Horrible. Mm. A horrible shit. Um, they can't call it the horrible shit award, obviously, because that, that, <laughs> that would be, be good less inspiring. PR. Yeah, yeah be, I, I mean, Snickers wouldn't sponsor look, it. Look, Pete, the way things are going, sooner or later there'll be a Milo Yanalopoli. You can work out the rest of that joke yourselves, but this time try and just get the name said properly. The bit about him changing his name is quite funny because he actually did a little. There's some legal documents around it which have all surfaced, and he made it very clear that he was changing his name, his full legal name. To Warrior. And it says on the form, uh, my full legal name is Warrior, not Warrior Helwig. His name was James Helwig. Right. Or James Warrior. James Warrior, Warrior. sounds cool. Yeah. His, his children and wife take, took Warrior as the surname. Second name, right. But he just had one name. <laughs> And, and legally, is that allowed? Yeah. Well, like as Prince. I mean, that no, was not his name, was it? Cher. Cher. No, Cher was, I don't know. 
They all have names. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I don't know how you're allowed to do that, because there's a box for... If you... he, I'm glad he died before the internet really got going, because <laughs> he would have a nightmare... Yeah. Like, well, he did, what, he died? 2014, something like that? Like, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. No. But, um, yeah, like he's just going to give himself a nightmare in boxes when he's typing it on the internet. He's like, well, what does he type? Warrior Warrior? Yeah. Like, uh, he types Warrior Warrior. And he specifically said, look, it's not a surname or a first name. Yeah. It's just a one name. Yeah. Well, argue that with Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> there are other wrestlers who have changed their names, and often it's come down to this thing of not wanting to lose yes. the name they're best known as. Mm. So, um Steve Austin, for example, his real name is Steve Williams. Mm. Uh, he had a, fa- a stepfather called Ken Williams. So right. I think, uh, I forget what his what his first name was, but he was always known as Steve Williams. Mm. And in around 2007, he uh, officially changed it to Steve Austin. Ah. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page did the same. He changed his name to Dallas Page. His real name is uh, Page Falkenberg. He did that in 2003. Right. China, Joni Laura. Okay. She, uh, when she'd left the WWF, she wasn't allowed to use the name China. It was a trademark. And she called herself China Doll. But um, she did legally change it to China with a Y so that she regained control of it. Is that allowed during IP, like, disputes like that? I mean, I, presumably it is. I, I mean, don't know. I, I mean, it depends where you get it done. If it was officially notarised or, I mean, in China's case, it could have just been some dude some who was sitting guy. there going, oh, yeah, I can thought out your name change. You know, no, yeah, no mean, worries, baby. Just... <laughs> you know, who knows? Uh, the two that are uh, uh, most people don't know about is one is Test, who was a, a wrestler in the sort of 2000 two to four period. Right. He died very young. Um, his n- name, Test, was given to him because he was big and muscular and it was an inside joke because of testosterone. Um, so he became Test, the wrestler, at a time when they were less keen on... Uh, well, they, they weren't so bothered about performance-enhancing drugs mm. at the time. Um, he legally changed his name to Andrew Test Martin. So the name Test <laughs> was one that he could then use. Yeah. Um, and Ryback... If you, oh yeah, recent ish like wrestler. A sh- he's a shit Goldberg, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. right. He okay. is. He is a uh, an unusual man, and he his real name. <laughs> I want stories about is, that. Well, he's got a podcast, and it lasts. I mean, by all accounts, four hours. Right, and he does lots of his own self made adverts in there. Oh, but you have a look on YouTube and just put Ryback adverts. Okay, he makes. I think he's got his own brand of sort of either sports drink or muscle mass powder. Nice. I don't know what it is. He's a hell of a um, specimen. He is. Didn't he win? He won like a, it was like a reality TV thing though, wasn't it? He, he was like in reality... Tough Enough. Yeah. Right. And uh, he did He did very well in that. He's, mm. a, he's a very passionate guy. He obviously really loves pro wrestling. Mm. And he had an aptitude for it. I think it just didn't quite click for him. Mm. Um, certainly not in the WWE. Did he re- keep hurting people? Like, you think he hurt a couple of people? Could have done. He's quite stiff. Yeah, I think he was, he's just a big raw boned Mm. aggressive and I think you know when you are a huge fan of wrestling sometimes you go in a bit too hard don't yeah. you because you're just like I want to impress and I want to do this yeah. um, his real name is, is, is well was Ryan Allen Reeves and he changed it to Ryback Alan Reeves right. um, he argued that it wasn't a trademark he said it came off of Silverback which was his nickname because he's so sort of big he looks like a Silverback gorilla mm. uh, and my name is Ryan so Ryback mm. so it's different it is a name he says there are other people out there named Ryback <laughs> which I'm uh, <laughs> my two children. I'm not sure <laughs> and do you know what I saw today I uh, there's another bloke out there called Mark Haynes who is doing a podcast and it's called Frazzled at 40 and if you didn't know <laughs> if you didn't know that it wasn't me yeah. you'd look at it and you'd go oh it's all about he, he he's sort of like frazzled at 40 and he talks about the trials and tribulations of this <laughs> and it's I saw my own name on it I was like what the fuck is this 
Yes. <laughs> I've never met anyone who's got the same name as me. Yeah. Shitheads. Oh, I've, I've, I've seen a couple of Mark Heads with your spelling as well, which is quite interesting. This is, is quite bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to call myself Ryback Mark Haynes. <laughs> I, get a lot of, um, I get a lot of messages that should go to Pete Davidson, the, the, the guy who went out with um, uh, Ariana Grande. Briefly. Yeah. I was getting pelters for that. R- were you really? I don't, I don't even want to go out with her. She's like a little child cat. I, oh, I <laughs> I'd quite like to go out. With her. I think mm. she, she seems she seems fun and rich <laughs> and tiny. Yeah. You could put her in a little papoose <laughs> or a fish tank. Um, <laughs> don't know why you'd want to do that. <laughs> I mean, it'd be the last time you spent any time with her, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, you put me. I've been writing you a song about the time that my ex put me in a fish tank. It's called Never Put Me in a Fish Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Um, the, um, I have oh, a we'll get to this match at some point. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> I, I, have a, a fr- I know the actor Justin Edwards, who's yes. uh, a stand-up, and he's really funny, but he yeah. shares the same name as the uh, person <laughs> who sold... Uh, a sex video of Talisa from N-Dubs. Right. And he is not a man who is conversant with the world of either tabloids or N-Dubs, or sex tapes, I imagine. <laughs> and he just got nothing. But for months, people just going, you fucking prick, how dare you like get a blowy off Talisa, you know, and then sell it, you motherfucker. And he, it took him months to work out why everyone was shouting at him all of a sudden. Very odd. Oh, what's his character? Is it the 12 uh, things of Christmas? Jeremy Lyon. Jeremy Lyon. If you've... Uh, not Check seen it out. Christmas doesn't start until you've watched on YouTube Jeremy yeah. Lyons' 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah. A remarkable feat of drinking endurance. We saw him in Edinburgh and he drank every night for 30 days. What a show that was. To excess. Yes. He Cans really. Of special brew, bottles of Bailey's, bottles of eggnog. Eggnog. Oh, Advocar. Oh, he was absolutely what? amazing. He Incredible. always he always uh, said he made sure the alcohol was always real yeah. because he was really worried that someone might come along drink some and realise it wasn't and then mm. they'd lose respect for him. And in the five years he did that act at uh, drinking three bottles of spirits a night, <laughs> nobody ever came to see if it was real. <laughs> that is dedication to your craft. Damn right. Oh, talking of dedication to your craft. Ultimate Warrior, uh, mm. Hulk Hogan. Uh, this, this match is just appalling. Eight years in the making. <laughs> they This was, for many, many years, the biggest match that you could have made. Mm. And at this point, it's just a disaster. The match itself is so badly laid out. Uh, Ultimate Warrior signed with WCW. Um, he basically had three matches. Yeah. And I think they paid him over the course of that year a million dollars. And he said, had I known I was only being brought in to lose to Hulk Hogan, he said, there is no amount of money in the world that would have got me in that ring. So he was fully aware afterwards mm. what, that it was just Hogan's ego had done okay, this. Right. Um, the match itself is, is really regarded as one of the worst big matches of all time. It's so weird. Like, uh, like Hulk... I don't understand. Half a lot of this stuff doesn't. So Hogan tries to set fire to something. Yeah, like a really like one of those kind of like uh, magicians kind of fire flame thing. Yeah, and and people like Jerry Lawler in Memphis, there was always this thing where they'd light a fireball and they mm. throw it in someone's face. And I right. think the idea was Hogan would pin the warrior after that. Yeah. What actually happened was he couldn't get it to light. He buggered <laughs> it up. He burnt his own nose and moustache, <laughs> and the warrior who was waiting for the fire reacted when the movement happened, like he'd been hit in the face with flames, but yeah. he hadn't been. And at that point, they had to work out on the hoof an ending. Yeah. So they didn't know what to do. So Warrior begins attacking Hogan, well, you know, hitting him, doing clotheslines. And all the time, they're trying to work out how on earth they bring this to an end. Um, <laughs> what happens is Horace Hogan, who was Hogan's nephew, is sent out. And you can see Hogan looking down the gangway mm. when he's there, 
almost going, well, that's a relief, but what's happening next? Yeah. Um, and Horace Hogan, who I think the week before on television had been beating up Hogan, then came in and hit Warrior, and it's just a big fucking mess. Mm. The Wrestling Observer said it was the, the worst match of the year. It got the lowest ever score for a match, which was minus five stars. And I think... There are, there are some worse matches than this. I mean, this is as, pretty much as bad as you can imagine. People of that stature, mm. of that main event caliber, yeah. having a match as bad as this is just... I mean, it's uniquely bad. The two of them Absolute don't want shambles. to work together. Yeah. They're being really passag with each other. No one's really giving in. They're not, they're not letting the other one do their shtick. Yeah. It's all just disastrous. Even mean Gene Oakland called this a disaster, and he was the WCW interviewer at the time. <laughs> Eric Bischoff said he realised getting Warrior back was a massive mistake mm. in the middle of his first promo. He was They'd done a very ridiculous thing of making it a supernatural... So the the well, he appears in a mirror, doesn't he? Yeah, I Morgan mean, goes into his dressing room and, and it's a two way, and, and Warrior's just behind it, like laughing. What what the big thing about that is they they <laughs> they, they they introduce a logic flaw. So Warrior has been disappearing in puffs of smoke and yeah. appearing other places. Now he can teleport somehow. Yeah, they use trapdoors in the ring. Mm. One of which Davy Boy Smith lands on during a match, and it ends his career because mm. it damages his back so badly. Yeah. No one told him there was a trapdoor in the ring. He landed in the edge of it. And bloody hell. <laughs> I'll be back. I just want to get back to my hometown in Paris, France. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, they, they bring in some other things where, where the, the warrior has telepathic powers. I mean, this is all yeah. going so far away from just two people getting in a ring. <laughs> the mirror bit that happens is a warrior somehow appears in a mirror and Hulk Hogan <laughs> watches it and he's sort of going, how is he doing this? And Eric Bischoff comes into the dressing room and he turns to the mirror and says, but there's no one there. And Hogan's going, can't you see him? And the problem is... <laughs> we can see through the television that the warrior is there. Yeah. So when Eric Bischoff comes in and can't see him, it's not because the warrior isn't there, it's because, what, is Bischoff blind? <laughs> does he, does he, is he mentally ill? Because we can see he is there. Yeah. So it's just these logic flaws. And again, sometimes when you get too complex, everything falls apart. Mm. This match was, they were trying to build it up into something that it wasn't. Mm. They could have just done a big main event and... Uh, you know, made made him run through the to the paces. As Warrior says, he's had his, the best match of his career was with Hulk Hogan, and the worst match of his career is with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it, it it could have been so much more different. What's interesting about this bit? A lot of people see this as being the low point of the high point of WCW. So WCW is doing incredibly well at, the, at this moment in time. Is 50-50 as to who is going to survive, WWE or WCW. Mm. They're doing WCW better economically. The action in the ring is pretty much as good, if not a little bit better in places. They go on with a main event here, which is Goldberg versus DDP, where the two men have a career best match. Um, this was hamstrung by the fact that the pay-per-view overran and so they actually if you were watching on pay-per-view it suddenly cut out and you didn't see this end match mm. you were left with this Hogan warrior just you know shit this shit smear and it is one of those matches that everyone says is it the worst of all time people tend to watch it and go no but it's pretty bad mm. the reality is it's hard to imagine a worse match with two bigger stars it just seems incredible that both of them who'd worked that long were able to turn out a turd as bad as this um this is also one of Warrior's last matches. He has another couple about um, six years later in Spain. I think I think it's actually I, I, I watched that one actually. I watched some of it. Um, I think it might be ten years later, and it's um, he's it's in, he's in Spain. 
the crowd could not give less of a shit about it. No. And he hobbled... You know, like, a warrior's thing is, he fucking lays it in the ring and yeah. he fucking... He walks... In the, he, he can't walk, his knees are fucked, so he's just, like, kind of hobbling into the ring and it looks depressing yeah. as fuck. I think as well, the other thing... Ugh. And you saw this with the recent uh, shows in Saudi Arabia. Mm. Um the the fans over there remember wrestling from the 90s. Yeah. And so when the 2004 or 2005 Ultimate Warrior appears, mm. it doesn't look like the same guy. No. And so you can't quite connect with that. You saw that with the Saudi Arabian thing. They wanted all the old stars. Mm. You get Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, and he's bald and myopic, and he's wearing <laughs> sort of just jeans. I mean, it's it's that... that I think that's the, the, really what happened with him in Spain. Mm. He ends up, of course, going into the Hall of Fame uh, has a rapprochement with um, Vince McMahon and the WWE, and 24 hours after he appears on Raw, he, he dies of a massive heart attack. Yeah. Probably because he saw, like, two men kiss or something. <laughs> <laughs> In a mirror. <laughs> well, uh, this was a stinker, but hopefully the next one, let's have a look. No, it's just as bad as this one. Oh. Enjoy the show I do this time. It's more fun when the show's a shit. <laughs> that we are reviewing. I hope that one doesn't come out on Christmas Day and ruin your Christmas. <laughs> ah. If it does, just don't listen. Save it for Boxing Day. That's not depressing that day at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hungover, just eating turkey. Um, wrestle me, mass Mark. Wrestle me, mass Peter. Nanny mass. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.